We'll give everybody a couple more minutes. Everybody, uh, anybody feel free to come up on stage. This is the town hall. Um, I'm just here to facilitate this. Um, so first things first, I see quadratic shardings here. I'm sure we've all got a lot of questions about the merge pandas. Um, quad, you want to step up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Perfect. Pulled over at the in a parking lot right now. So yeah, I'm sure if I had a good signal. Yeah, that's no. commitment, man. We appreciate you popping in. Yeah, yeah, no problem. How you guys doing? Good, man. Doing well. Doing well. This so is the first time I've ever chatted, you guys. I've uh, listened to a few of these, but nice, nice to meet you, Mister Shark. <laughs> <laughs> and a word and, and hashtag Fuzzmaster. I, I have to say, I hope you're having a wonderful day. I've read that about seven thousand times. I think. Yeah, I think uh, I'm over <laughs> three sixty-five now, for sure. It's become a, a ritual. So is that is that an everyday thing? Yeah. Or, or... Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure. I know I. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of our fellow uh, Reddit East Finance members uh, the, helped me through some stuff, and uh, I figured it'd be good to just pass on positive vibes to everybody else. So I like it. Yeah, yeah man. I like it. Love it. it. It's it's wild that I have this like relationship with your username in my head just from seeing that every day on the daily. <laughs> I feel like I've known you for years. <laughs> well, most of you guys have. I've been around since the old days of ETH Trader, so. Oh, for sure. I think my first, like, 100 comments on ETH Finance was literally just saying, you too, like, back, replying back to your, like, hey, everyone, have a good day. <laughs> that was, like, where I gathered the strength to start commenting on the daily. No joke. Yeah, it was definitely a leap the first time. I lurked on ETH trader for a while back in 2017 before I made my first post. Um, yeah, it took a definitely took a, a leap because I'm an idiot and you guys are all giga brains. So, at any rate, so uh, no, I, I I'd raise my hand. <laughs> I, I'd call myself an idiot too, so don't worry. <laughs> well, uh, at least you're putting together an NFT project. So why don't you tell us a bit about this? Uh, you know the, the the root of it, where it's going, and then we can bounce back and forth some questions. Yeah, I wish I could tell you where it's going. I hope it becomes a success. Uh, 
I, I don't even know why I started. I was just kind of bored. I uh, didn't been waiting what five years now on the merge, and it's like I, I'm not a big. Funny enough, I'm not a big NFT guy. I, I've never made money on NFTs or anything like that. I have I have a good amount, but uh, it's not like I own a CryptoPunk or uh, anything like that. But I, I got some EVMs, uh, made some good money there. Hopefully, I, I know that'll come back. But uh, yeah, so it started the pandas just because. Uh, I wanted to do something fun, and I, th- I think it, it's pretty fun. I, I, we got the the memes that we've uh, come up with over the last five years. I I don't even think I, I captured probably 50, 60% of them. Uh, and, yeah, I kind of kind of thinking of it as like a, a POAP kind of thing, that we were all here for the merge, and uh, but just like a POAP on steroids where it's not like one static image where we all we all have our own our own PFP, which is probably a little bit played out by now. I think we could all agree on that, but hopefully this one, uh, this one can, can, uh, have some legs. And I think maybe a few years from now, we'll look back and we'll be smiling at them and, and laughing at the, the different shirts and, and such that are, that are on there. And it'll, uh, kind of solidify these memes so that we can come back and look at them, whether it's five years, 10 years from now, who knows? Right on. Yeah, nice. that's beautiful. Uh, I've looked at the different uh, sneak peeks you've been dropping. They look, they look pretty sweet, man. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Dude. What are your favorites? What are your favorite memes? Oh, dude, I don't even know. They're all I, I've literally I, liked every single one. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, my favorite is the Ethiopia stuff. <laughs> it's just so random, but I'd really like to see a ban- uh, you know, bandolier and some war paint for the mercenaries, but I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on no, it. Right. I think uh, the I have... uh, the sunglass layer is genius. I love them, like all, all hey, of them. A lot of it's uh, EV Maverick inspired. So the the purple ones, the I mean, sunglasses, the headbands. <laughs> so I couldn't uh, couldn't put uh, headphones on them though. It's it's tricky to put headphones on a panda. Never never thought I'd run into that problem in my life. Yeah, the the diamond earrings is a nice touch too. <laughs> now, have you noticed yeah, yeah. any layering issues when you're putting together this generative art? Like oh yeah, this, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, that's something Auto Mentor. Um, which I, I, when I created this project, I didn't think I'd be the one like throwing it together and minting it, but Automint are super easy to use. Um, so anything that has like a layer issue, you can, I can just separate it out into a different group and make sure that it's not, not with whatever is causing the issue. So there's one, like one layer that's a camping backpack that has like a strap to it. So it's got, it's technically a layer in the back and a layer in the front. It's like I can just group that off and have its own separate group. So it's it's all pretty easy, uh, but it's just going to be a pain in a pain in the butt to set it all up once it's once it's done and the art is a hundred percent finished. Because as you guys know, I'm having to redo a, a good chunk of the art. But um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I'll be uh, doing that next week. I've, I've had a crazy two weeks at work, so I haven't even like touched it too much in the last week or two. But uh, I'll be able to work on it at work next week. (laughs) 
Right on. Yeah, I really appreciated the walkthrough video that you did. It really did make it seem like AutoMinter was quite uh, approachable for, for inexperienced or unknowledgeable users. Yeah, no, they're great. Like it made they me feel like I could make one. You could. It's so easy. And their their team's great, too. Um, they just did, like, a little community call with a handful of us and uh, just being able to do, do a quick walkthrough and make sure I'm not doing anything stupid. Um, because, like I said, I'm, I'm <laughs> I've never done anything like this before. I don't know a lick of code or anything like that. So uh, to be able to have that system is pretty neat. Yeah, I'm going to check that out for the fuzzy collection. Oh, yeah? What's that going to be? <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> GM. Uh, That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, so have you decided on how many different traits there are going to be? Or how many one-of-ones? Is Are there one-of-ones? Uh, to be honest, I, I haven't haven't really decided on one-of-ones. Um, I know, like, some of the shirts are going to be super rare. Um, some of the traits are going to be super rare. I don't even know how many traits um, we'll have. I think there's, like, 30, 30 eyewear, 30 headwear. I don't know how many shirts they'll end up being, probably a few hundred. Uh, at least, at least like two hundred. I don't know if it'll be three, four, five hundred, depending on what what I get through. And then uh, there's going to definitely be some super rares, like the astronauts are wearing a suit, or uh, like there's one with an EV Mavs jersey. Not sure if you guys saw that one. I did not see um, that one. Yeah, the jersey is cool. <laughs> if I well, wasn't recording well, on OBS, I'd pop in and take a look. But I don't want to mess up the recording here. Um, yeah, I'll, de- I'll definitely share some more, um, probably, probably next week. Uh, once I, once I get a chance to work on it a little bit more. Are so, you still yeah. thinking in terms, I know like it was early days, but you kind of touched on maybe doing like a Panda pledge, like for, um, for Ethereum staking providers, stuff like that. Is that still I don't know. something it's you're entertaining? Whatever. I, I was trying to kind of, kind of come up with something that we could use for marketing for it um, and uh, just kind of seeing what would stick. And so far, uh, I, if we're not having a website, which which we haven't built out yet, then probably not going that route. And it's probably a little late at this point, um, unless, unless we throw something like that together. Um, so at this point, could be could be some, for, for like marketing purposes, something like, donating to, to pandas international that, that'd be kind of fun and something we could build towards or uh what we've talked about whitelisting all the the po apps uh for for the merge and that kind of stuff so that that could help with marketing right there um but yeah if we if we want to do something like a panda pledge i'm all for it but that's uh that's for the DAO to decide I, i'm just making uh, the art <laughs> yeah gotcha 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 so do you view this project then as a brainchild, not a brainchild, but a, an AVM project? I do. Yeah. I know I've done uh, the, the brunt of the work, but I, I don't, I don't want to have uh, my own DAO. I don't want to have my own, uh, I, I'm not looking to make a bunch of money off this. So it's uh, something that I, I just wanted to throw together because I've, I've lived with you guys in uh, ETH Trader, ETH Finance for five years now. I think this, uh, this DAO can do some cool things, so I just wanted to come up with uh, something that'll kick us some revenue, hopefully. If not, 
whatever. It's it's kind of fun to do. <laughs> well, hey man, I mean, Ether Raider did an Ether Raider. Yeah, he did. Did an amazing job putting together this community. I never thought in my wildest dreams that a free men of the lion was going to be worth almost an ether. What's our floor right now? It's oh, close to an ether. Yeah, so it's, it's worth it's worth much more than that. Oh, no doubt. I, <laughs> I mean, no doubt. I'm never getting my, rid of my OG line. No way. No way. Uh, there's no way I could bring myself to do it. Yeah, so. same, same. Like we were saying the other day, these are essentially uh, uh, soulbound NFTs he unknowingly created <laughs> for probably ninety percent of us. Okay. Yeah, I agree. How do we know how many how many uh, lions have not been created? I th- thought that and they then... all got minted out, and then just not that. Uh, oh, I, I know how many... how many have original minters still holding uh, that might be on oh, the I'm dune sorry. uh dune analytics dashboard i'm not sure i didn't put together the dune so i don't know if that is included in there or not that'd be a very interesting metric to see yeah it's a good question i mean i bought a second one for like 0.3 ether when all the you know, shit was hitting the fan i was like oh well this is a silly to not buy i uh i had a floor price offer and and uh, it was, I put it on on my work computer, and uh, it 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 triggered around point three, and I was gonna cancel it that one night. <laughs> that shit was going down, and I came in. I'm like, oh, I got another one. <laughs> yeah, dude, that night was crazy. Yeah, that was just a lot of drama. So, have you? Um, is there like a general consensus yet as to as far as to what like the mint price is gonna be? Um, yeah, pretty much free is what, what the community voted for, which I'm, I'm good with. Um, and it depends if we can get a whitelist together or not. So I'm hoping, uh, cause I, I did a quick look and, and I could not figure out how to scrape addresses for, for POAP holders, which I'm sure smarter people in the audience could probably do. Um, so if we're able to put a whitelist together of, what four or five six thousand maybe more um of all those people then i'm i think we'd all be good with doing free but if we don't get a whitelist together of, of thousands at least at least um then we probably want to do some minimal price i think we had talked about point zero zero fifteen fifty nine or 0.003675 which is like three to seven dollars i think it was um so free or pretty darn close to free is what we're leaning on. Okay, so like the cost of a, what do you call it, a sloppy taco? <laughs> a cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah. Combo, man. <laughs> Not just a taco. Hey, because someone's like, $7 might be too much. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I, I work hard on that. I vibe with the, the, the meme price as well you know whether it's the one five five nine or the the three five seven eight the other thing to factor in is like gas is nothing so if what did we pay when we minted our lines and gas? yeah yeah true i think that i think mine was like 26 bucks in gas yeah there you go i don't know what it'll be this time around but we'll see who knows maybe when the merge happens people will be doing things on these gas spikes, who knows? 
You should release it on Solana. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about doing it on a L2 in the beginning, but now the gas is just as cheap right now, so it's uh, I don't see the point of doing that. Yeah, right on. Hey, hold on, uh, Ether Raider. What's up, man? I see you keep popping in. There you go. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out. I'm driving, so I'm trying to figure out how to do this while I'm driving. But um, I get, it keeps coming off the speaker. But I was just going to say real quick, uh, Quadratic, if you need help, um, you know, not that I don't there's not a ton that I know, but if you need help, like when you get ready to launch or any of that stuff with like trying to figure out how to scrape the PO apps and everything. If, I mean, if I can figure it out, I'd, I'd be more than glad to help you out. So just let me know. If there's some stuff that you run into that. Uh, Cause I did run into a lot of things too. And I had to learn, learn the first time. So if I could help in any way, I'd, I would help. I appreciate that. Yeah. Awesome, yeah no dude. problem. Thanks either. Is bad investment still around? I was wondering that the other day, actually. When I saw uh, Lawful Tots pop up, I kind of started thinking about all the other mods that have been scarce and uh, as as of lately. Yeah, I saw JT was on earlier um, for the... Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Hash. Yeah. We probably bored the crap out of him, but we're nah. still, still finding our groove. All right, do you guys want to talk about the privacy implications of what happened with Tornado? Yeah, for sure. Because I don't really want to. <laughs> I'm I'm personally a little bit worried about uh, ZK.money. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that. Anyone from the audience? Yeah, I've been trying to err oh, on the side it. of, like, you know, keeping a calm, cool head about it and thinking, you know, just, like, don't don't start sweating just yet. You know, I mean, it, like, we need to take our, our stance, but a lot has to play out, you know, like, they've, they've sanctioned Bitcoin uh, mixers before and stuff like that. So I don't think it's quite to the... the doomsday that some of the media is allowing you to believe it at but it's the first domino to fall so it, we're under attack yeah I, I think yeah we're under attack well, zeus what do you got to say uh hey what's up everybody how you doing man what's um, up good uh i just wanted to i haven't really been uh keeping up with the evm discord but of course i was like contributing my balls off when it was about money. Um, so, but recently I've, uh, sorry to hijack the ZK conversation real quick. Um, You're fine. Recently I've been uh, working on, on an album and I was, you know, I'm thinking about like music NFTs and I'm thinking about how, you know, everyone listens to music or whatever. And it kind of dawned on me that this community could possibly do like some kind of rotten tomatoes listen to nfts and like promote them on social media in a way which is like totally free and 
would probably be like really needed in the space because you know i'm probably not going to get any sales which is fine because i don't really need the money it's not about the money it's just you know about people listening to it so i kind of had that on my mind right now because it was like a monetization idea i had right now um obviously people would like you know artists would maybe pay like a little eth to the dow and you know everybody reviews it and i don't know it could be fun but uh yeah i like this town hall setting though for sure just coming up here yeah man i you know it's funny you say that because i was actually talking to a word the other day about how yeah. cool it would be if like at the end of our our pods we could like you know play a uh, a song from a, a band that's not known and you know are trying to get known yeah like highlight up and coming yeah artists. something that's not on spotify necessarily or not on amazon or google or whatever you know the, an up and coming band that's got some good vibes and you know we just put it on as the end music yeah i've been i've been keeping my eye on on this nft uh, software project called uh, Charge Particles, and it's like about nesting NFTs inside each other. So, Charge like I've been thinking about, like for my album, like man, I could, I guess I could do like subdomains and then throw them in there, like off Zeus. I don't know, like if people would care for them, but I'm glad to see ENS is taking off in general. Finally, yeah. What, um, what was the first yeah. music NFT? Was it uh, Kings of Leon? Yeah, yeah. I think it was, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But uh, those are my two cents. So, uh, Well, thanks for yeah. coming on, man. Appreciate it. For sure. I'll um, be lurking. If, if you got yeah, any we'll, ideas, we'll be... you know, drop them in the ideas thread. Hell yeah. yeah Later, guys. We'll be anticipating the, uh, the drop. Yeah, man. <laughs> Take it easy, brother. You too. Okay. Later. All right, anybody else want to come up and talk? JT, Zombie, Treebeard, Green George? What's up, JT? How's it going? I'm, uh, hey, welcome. I'm good. I've been sitting here working. <laughs> I'm, like, listening in, and then I had to leave for a minute because I got, I feel like my life is kind of a country song right now. I got... Two cars in the shop and one with a check engine light. So, oh, you know, no. How, how's your dog? How's the dog? The dog is uh, whimpering. I think the cancer's going great. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. You're joking, right? <laughs> so sorry to hear that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking about the cancer part. All right, anyway, goddamn. And, <laughs> and I did get, but I did, I did have uh, two vehicles in the shop at the same time yesterday and a third one with a check engine light. So half of this is true. Um, but anyway, yeah, things are, things are rock and roll. And this, uh, I don't know if you saw in the daily, this is actually ETH finance's third birthday today. This was the day three years ago that the, the sub, uh, migrated, um, close to 10,000 people in about 48 hours in the middle of a bear market, which is still bewildering to think about. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's usually... I would be hosting some kind of a YouTube, you know, live stream thing um, with some notables. And this year it was like, ain't nobody got time for that. When you're working for a venture startup, you're 
you're not you're not on the nine to five teaching schedule anymore. You're a nine to three thirty schedule. Yeah, so, sure. There's no clocking out. There's no clocking out, man. But it's well, it's that, good. Yeah, well, we appreciate you coming on, JT. How how do we sound on your end? Just fine. I'm I'm using uh, some cheap Amazon headphones, and it sounds fine. Okay. Cool. Right on. Well, happy birthday, ETH Finance, for sure. Yeah. Um, and a and a sincere uh, thank you, I think, from probably from the whole community for for everything you've done for the space and and the sub and everything like that, man. For sure. Uh, yeah, well, once the culture's established, the community takes care of itself. That's the main main driving thing. Is kind of like you know, I don't know. So I think I think there's just a whole lot of like-minded people that just wanted a place that wasn't full of trash and like bad actors, and just have just have a spine that says you know we're not going to put up with the shit. We want to. We want to have a conversation with each other like we're in the same room for the most part. It's not perfect every day, but it's better than most by far. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Eighth Trader got really toxic. Yeah, it was it was uncontrollable. I'm just <clears throat> I'm not I'm not saying we won't have growing pains, but you know, one thing's for sure we'd know how to spot as best we can spam farms and uh, sock puppet accounts. Um, yeah, yeah. We kind of identify patterns, and it's just kind of an unattractive place to advertise. Frankly, you're just not going to get very far. Um, yeah, so why the, even try? And so we're not even really targeted as much as we, you know, used to be. Well, yeah, because the entire uh, community jumps on you and yeah. downvotes you to oblivion. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, perfect. It, yeah. it truly doesn't feel like 80,000 strong at all. Like when you're in there, you know, conversing and, and just kind of reading through the daily. Yeah, you feel like you're hanging out with your buds. Yeah, you're you're hanging out with your buds with a thousand people watching per friend. Yeah. It's talking. Yeah. For sure. it, it, it's really true. I didn't, I, I felt the same way for a long time. Like there's, there's 300 comments in the daily. There's like nobody here. Well, the, there, there is, you know, I think some people are really intimidated to write a couple of paragraphs of what they feel. And I want people to feel like they can do that without fear of retribution. And it's like, you can, and, you know, just have the courage. And pretty soon lurkers become contributors. And then those contributors become people that make the dudes. And then some of the people that make the dudes make it 20 times because, they find a groove of how to communicate, even if it's unpopular ideas. Um, that's one thing I admire about ETH finances is uh, unless you're kind of a known dick, you're not. You you could you can have dissenting opinions as long as you're not like constantly trolling them out there, and, and people will support it. And yeah, there's intelligent conversation that then follows. The bear market. This was the first bear market. I felt like had more upvotes than any previous uh, bear market. I think it was just a lot more common sense people that kind of walked up fire a little bit. And they're like, yeah, this makes sense. You know, we got a pandemic. We got all these other macro things. Like you can't, you can't fight reality. So join it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Or course. buy it. Which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what I do. I just it, it is one of the few places where a disagreement doesn't devolve into um, you know, two people hurling insults at each other. Uh it's it's always it's always respectable and, and kind and just downright pleasure to be a part of. Mm-hmm. It's one of the non toxic places on Reddit. And and now as a byproduct, I think our Discord, the EVM Discord, is one of the few non-toxic Discords that you can that you can walk into and and have a meaningful discourse with with other intellectual. People. I I love nothing more than to see that ETH Finance has a Discord presence worth going to, because the ETH Finance you know Discord is is a ghost town. I was about to say. Uh... I try to go there and I don't see much, so I come back. And here. the and I recognize the people that are there. I kind of want to just set that Discord to private and have all that conversation uh, move over here. And what I mean, the thing is, is those people are probably already here anyway. I don't know how part. And I, to be honest, I haven't been. Uh, following the EV Mavericks Discord a ton because I've been heads down with phone on and grid plus stuff. But as long as it's not walled off to the general public too awfully much, then it'll it it's always going to be like a perfect companion to the subreddit. Yeah, we got yeah. a couple token gated chats, but it's it's not token gated. That's not, the word. Yeah, there's not many. Um, I, it's basically just the DGen chat. If sure. I remember correctly, I think the den is um, anybody can read it, but you got to hold a Maverick to post. Don't quote me on this. I know we did some restructuring, so. Yeah, and is there a difference between purchased Mavericks and minted Mavericks, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, no. I don't think any more other than just a like a diamond paw roll, but it doesn't grant you any different permissions than a regular holder. Perfect. Yeah. And and it's not really up to me. It's just a prep. It's just my opinion. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I, I think uh, sure. we all agree with you there. Um, just have like a, it, go ahead. Yeah, the only the only major opinions I had about all of this was aired at the very beginning of it, and ever since then, I'm just like in, inspired by. Like, I wish I could just dedicate more time to producing content for EV Maverick specifically in tandem with what I do for grid and phone on. Um, it's just my bandwidth is just fried. Yeah, you only got so much bandwidth. Well, yeah, and if you and if I try to do more than I'm capable of doing, I wind up providing, like, processing Less. trash, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't I, like, I don't like trash. I, I try to be... I try to be as quality as a 45-year-old middle-aged bald guy. Hey, that fireside <laughs> chat was quality, my friend. Oh, thank you. I, I haven't done one in forever, man. I I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, shit. Everybody quiet down. Just I got to watch this. That's, <laughs> the that's house very, went silent. That's very sweet, man. I, I, I'm married to a crypto widow, so she hates whenever I talk to a camera by our fire pit like his so she's like who why are you i'm like you don't understand these are my friends hashtag fuzzmaster beer belly fat ass for life you know like 
Don't even get me started. Dude, we that's got... awesome, JT. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We got all kinds of friends on there. I, it's, uh, yeah, it's quality space. Internet friends. Hopefully mm-hmm. real friends in real life I've met, at one point. I have met a couple in real life. I mean, to go from talking to a camera on a fire pit to, like, Paul Brody falling in love with youth finance and, and like, wanting to work with, you know, major institution of EY in tandem with what we're doing in the subreddit. Also, did you see Liberosist on Bankless? No, like, I missed that. Dude, he was all about his finding the, the alpha in the e-finance. Yeah, for sure. We got a bunch of shout-outs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. Polinia or Polinia, uh, Liberosis, and did okay. So I got this is kind of off topic. So I say he, but I guess identifies as them, them they. But did you feel like with the the sound of the voice that Polinia is probably an AI text robot like engineer? And that that wasn't even a person's voice. Listen to the quali- the qualitative features of that voice, and it almost sounds like AI driven. And wouldn't that be something? Dude, that'd be, <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Cool. We got Skynet got amongst the, us. It it got the like you could feel when the voice was smiling during mm. the responses, as if, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I was like, very cool. Yeah. Later on in the later on in the podcast, there was I got I wish I could find the timestamp of when he kind of was talking like he was he almost made a I don't know I don't want to get all conspiratorial because I want to believe that's just a dude's voice but it was something like what if this voice voice wasn't even real I can't remember it was it oh, was shit. and it was like when they were acknowledging that it was his first time talking on YouTube or on a podcast of any kind. And then it was like a, kind of this funny little quip, where, yeah. which was what I was thinking all along was, what if this isn't me? Wow, dude. Like, what if oh. he designed an AI bot to just handle that conversation for him? Them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and they said it was a five-hour chat on Discord that they condensed to... They were going to try to condense it to an hour or 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, so they did something on Discord for five hours and got one-fifth of that content. That something just didn't, like, was it typed out? And then <laughs> it's almost like the inflections of the voice were just, it was interesting. And Maybe it's just me being tired from work and. <laughs> wanting to believe that Liberosis is actually not from this world is actually like Vitalik's alter ego. Is <laughs> is multi multi dimensional. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you get okay? So a word you you listened to it. I did. Okay. Did you not feel like bearish about everything crypto when you listened oh, to it? Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's like, God damn it, please. <laughs> Please stop destroying my reality and substituting it for everyone else's reality that this shit is not ready. I yeah, mean, don't, exactly. tell, don't tell me this is going to make banks better. 
it, it, it quickly became the podcast I'm not going to share to no coiners for sure. Don't show it to Cardano fans either. Yeah, yeah. For you remember that part of the podcast when he was like, he's like, well, you know, the community in Cardano. The community is, is quite strong. I was like, what are you doing to us? Yeah, and like they have some of the best tools, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, did you see David's face after that comment? <laughs> He oh, didn't I, didn't, know how to... I didn't have the video pulled up. I was just on audio. Oh, God. I need a... I wish we... Can we share screens on here? No. Yeah. On the stage? Oh. You uh, usually do, don't you? No, what we it, do... It was oh, that was convoluted. With, uh, YouTube, um, wasn't it? Yeah, how did I do that? So what I did with David Hoffman was we, David and I, had a Zoom meeting. And I was capturing the Zoom meeting and streaming and, that to OBS okay. to and then sharing your screen. Yeah, sharing the screen or something to OBS to YouTube, but our microphones were enabled here on the stage. Yeah, that was oh, pretty muted, muted yeah. on Zoom. Muted on Zoom, mm -hmm. live on stage. Okay. Yeah, that was a. I need to remember how I did that because it it actually worked. It How do really you good. like? Sometimes I'll see you jump on when you're just editing and stuff, and you'll be sharing a screen and playing music. How do you do that? That's in a normal voice channel. Oh, so the, okay. So not the way, a stage. Not a yeah, stage. The, okay. the way the Discord works, the way I understand it, if you have a fully, whatever, dualized, you know, rock and rolling Discord with however many fifteen, oh, what is it boost. called, nitro boost fuels or whatever. Yeah. Then gotcha. you can have up to 25 people on video, or is it maybe up okay, to 100? Okay, so I didn't know it had to do with your boost ratio. I think so. Gotcha. That makes sense. And we're at like 17, I think. Yeah. We are at 17. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. <laughs> Zombie, what's up, man? Hey, can you guys hear me? Absolutely. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, no, yeah. If if we had a if this was a voice ch uh, ch chat or like a voice stage, you'd be able to share your screen because I did it before um, on one of our Stakeathon meetings. But yeah. this is like a a stage, so yeah, it doesn't. I don't think a stage can share your screen, which is kind of weird. You'd think you'd be able to, but um, yeah, I don't know why they would differentiate. Yeah, but I was thinking like eventually we're going to probably need some editing help with our stakeathon once we get to the content part. Um, so might have to hire JT to help us out with that. That definitely be great to get his uh, expertise. If on. you if you guys have a script or something close to it and I'm, uh, if you have all the video assets like screen recordings of you know where to click and all that like i, right. can, piece, I can piece something together uh how in depth is it to do what you're talking about um so what we're planning is just to be able to show people how to start up like a rocket pool node um or like a validator i guess um and we're just going to make it so that it's like a step-by-step -step process, but we wanted to do it kind of like in an easy, easy to consume type of way, like for people who don't 
know how to do these things on their own. Um, so the, the editing, I think, is probably going to be a little tricky because we wanted to make it so that they can kind of follow along, but also, like, pause the video, do the steps, you know, and then continue on. And, and the point is that they'll be able to do it themselves with, like, their own assets. Um, and so certain things will be different based off of what our, con like, configuration would be versus theirs. Um, but we don't have, like, a script or anything yet. Um, okay, I'm just so let me ask it a different way. From beginning to end, from the moment, like, your computer's at a desktop, sure. if you have all the necessary parts ready to go, how long does it take in real time from beginning to end to do all those steps? Well, m minus whatever status loading bars situations you have, but like how many clicks to do what you're talking about? 50? So I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't done the process myself. Um, I know probably Derek would be able to, DK Derek probably would be able to explain that better because um, he's done it himself. So, but I don't know, it probably, it could range. So I, I wouldn't be able to tell you as of yet, but, um, when we get to that point, when we get to the point where we have stuff, we might reach out to you. Solemn, what are you going to say? Okay. Mm -hmm. I can, I can at least say no. If it yeah, looks you like it's, say no. you, can you know say what no. I mean? Yeah, for sure. Just because if it's too ambitious, you know, what might work is modules. So module one would be, yeah, get could also these three things. Yeah, just do these uh -huh. three things, and once you're once you're done with these three things, collect your PO app for sure. Or yeah, or whatever. Yeah, we haven't we haven't really gotten too deep into it because we're in a we're in a phase where we're trying to decide the um, incentives because we've been having trouble with engagement as far as like people wanting to do certain things. So. You know, we're we're having a big discussion, or we're at least trying to have a discussion on incentives and, you know, paying people for certain jobs and stuff like that. Because right now, no one's gotten any type of compensation for the work that they've done. So I think we're getting to the point where people are just kind of like, you know, it's like, hey, I'm doing all this work. What am I get? What do I get for it? You know. So yeah, if there's if there's money to spend. You want to spend it where it counts, and I think exactly, where it counts yeah. is like high-quality education, not necessarily video stuff like I would do, but additionally, like just high-quality blog posts and art and articles and like graphics that are very clean and detailed. Mm -hmm. You know, that shit is hard. You know. Yeah. And it's a checks and balances thing, and people have only so much bandwidth. I mean. I like I'm getting ready to jump on a meeting here in like 15 minutes like I can't even I'm balancing way way too much stuff but I I would be happy to entertain if I could just look at the basket of assets yeah, we have... come to the table and then I I'll be happy to help out even let's put it this way even if I just did a headshot video where I just introduce the process and then I do voice narration and if somebody yeah. else wants to put the video assets together the way they see fit Mm -hmm. I can do voice acting stuff and headshot video things and kind of just be a community liaison that can just kind of help push the ball, you know, with some of that stuff that other people may not feel comfortable with. Yeah, I think I think there's room for a lot of creative decisions in what we're doing. And, um, 
you know, we haven't decided either way how we wanted to do the content presentation or, you know, if it's like a modular approach or if it's just like a streamlined, like just all in one video, which I don't think would probably be the best way to do it. But um, I think I think we'll find a way to get you involved in a way that you'd want to contribute or you in a way that you would see fit. So, I, I mean, obviously, um, we're not there yet, but I think at some point when we get to that, uh, place we're gonna just put the task out there in D work and whoever claims it whether it's you or someone else they can they can take a look at it and see if that's something they want to work on so yeah, I'm so. gonna jump off for now if you guys are on later I'll jump back on but it's been good talking to you and and uh yeah wish you all the best thanks for stopping yeah, by yeah. JT thanks JT appreciate it see no problem see you around happy birthday Happy birthday to Eat Finance. No trombone this year, man. I'm missing it. Oh, 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 you're going to get it in there. Don't worry. We're expecting it at some point. Um, There's five and a half hours till midnight. You know, I got it. There's a chance. (laughs) We'll see you guys. Later, JT. See you around. Uh, Zombie, uh, I think OBS is probably going to be your best bet to put together, you know, a video of the clicks to where you go and navigate. Okay. Um, yeah, it's great recording software. Yeah, and right. you, you could do a screen record, which is one of our redundant recordings that we're doing here. Um, I don't think we did the Craig bot, though. Whoops. Oh, did we forget yeah. Craig? That's all right. We forgot Craig, but we got him on my roadcaster and we got him on my OBS, so we're good to go. Um, Anybody from the yeah. audience, what do you guys want to talk about? Crickets. Yeah, I didn't really have much to say. Um, pretty much just wanted to hop in and say hi. I'm probably going to jump off too in a bit um, just because I'm currently out and about. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, right on, man. I mean, you know. This is, uh, DAOs are tough. It's not like... Oh, yeah, for sure. A, that central... I feel like, um, you know, for some things, uh, analysis paralysis is definitely a thing where you can just always end up talking about certain things without actually, you know, doing, and that can really hold DAOs back because you need a lot of, you need a lot of buy-in from everyone that's involved, right? You need a quorum... You know, you need to hit the quorum, and then if if you don't get enough engagement in the DAO, then a lot of stuff is just kind of like in a standstill. And dies on the vine, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes I feel like, you know, I think the stewards was a good idea because you kind of break up a lot of the decision-making or at at least, like, the DAO planning and revenue generation within, like, four or five people, and uh, it kind of makes them like the decision leaders uh, to some degree um but definitely you know when we start doing more projects and stuff i think we just need to have like you know just leaders in those projects that can just make the decisions for everyone at least like a group of two or three so that we don't have to always have so many meetings of you know, certain things about discussions that require, you know, financing or incentives or direction, creative, creative direction, things like that. Cause it's, it's tough to get everybody to show up 
at meetings at times and if no one shows up then you're just kind of stuck where it's like well i guess we got to postpone this another week or and then eventually the project just kind of stalls for a while and you know so dials are definitely tough in that regard when you're trying to get things moving and uh we're encountering a little bit of that with stakeathon but i think we'll get we'll get through it uh but i mean it it's gonna happen especially when it's the first dial project that's really kind of you know the big test how we can work together and definitely the 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 time right now is not ideal you know we're in a bear market everyone's like down on their on their portfolios there's not a lot of engagement in 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 crypto in general you know if you look yeah if you look across multiple nft projects all their floor prices are down you know so it's it's just the nft space i think in general is kind of slowing down I mean, you're still going to have, like, the pumps and dumps of the degen stuff, but um, a lot of the the long-term projects are, are definitely starting to, at least in, in my view, um, slow down a bit. But So that's normal, um, but it makes it tough definitely when you're very small like us and trying to get certain things done. Um, so that's why, you know, I think it's a good idea to just have, like, a solid core group that can just do everything themselves with not as much buy-in so that you can at least get the project done and moving. Um, but, you know, it's a decision we have to make together. And uh, that's why, you know, meetings in the beginning are good so that we can get enough buy-in for those decisions. And then once those decisions are made, then you can move forward. Um, but it's a, in the beginning, it's always a little bit of a slow process, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, exactly. It's tough because you've got the stairs that are promote, you know, um, pushing different ideas, and then we got to get a quorum, like you said, with the rest of the DAO, and then we got to get the multi sig yeah. together to sign off. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, it's an uphill battle the entire way. I can see the benefits yeah. to a DAO. I can also see yeah. the negatives. And what's also very difficult is in a DAO you have so many different types of people and a lot of people just want to kind of do different things like there's like you know you got you got the merge pandas and then you got people who want to make music and then you have people who want to create their own nft projects and then you have people working on stakeathon and then you have you know people doing the the podcast so everyone's just kind of like i mean we're all doing a lot of things which is great but you know everyone's just branching out in so many different things and I feel like we're we're branching out in different directions and it's hard to kind of like finish certain projects because everyone's just kind of like, well, you know, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And that's not a bad thing, but it's, it's almost like you kind of have to build out the base before you can branch out. You know, it's kind of like a tree. You have to have a solid base. Then you create the branches. But right now we're all just trying to create branches without a solid base. So I feel like, um, you know, we kind of have to work, we really have to start working together on, I think, some just some good solid projects. Like, if we can get Stakeathon done and get that out there and promote it, like, that's going to bring so much attention and good um, publicity to us 
that we'll bring in, I think we'll bring in more talent. We're going to get a lot more appreciation. Like people will not no longer say like, oh, they're just another NFT project, you know? No, they'll say like, wow, they created this and they're contributing to the Ethereum ecosystem. And they have like, they actually created like this whole thing from scratch. So I think it kind of gives us more legitimacy, um, you know, because if you jump into like, I was jumping into the Rocket Pool Discord and you still got guys doubting us, you know, saying that we're just that. Oh, I remember my first scam. It's like, dude, you know, if you even joined our Discord, you know that that's not what we're about. We're not, we're not trying to pump and dump our EVMs, you know. We're trying to build real stuff. At least that's what I'm trying to do. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I, I don't like hearing that hate, and I want to prove them wrong. So, you know, as, if we can all work together, get some solid projects like Merge Pandas, I'm all for it. You know, that's a solid NFT project, and I, th- I, I definitely hope it's successful, and uh, I wish Quadratic all the best. And I'll definitely be there to mint something, um, one of the pandas. So, um, so that that that's another thing we put on our EVM resume, you know. But I think we need more, and we need to try to focus and laser in on some of those things. Is there so. anything I can do to help Stakeathon, or anybody? Uh, I mean, any, yeah. If anyone wants to join, uh, another, you know, a good way to start is just to we're gonna do a meeting on the incentive program. So if you want to, you know, possibly get paid for work that you think you're good at, you know, uh, well, I would suggest is fill out the availability form on the Winter on the Winter Meet site, which is somewhere in the announcement channel. It's also in the Stakeathon channel. Um, you click on that, put in, you know, the time slots that are available there, like when you'd be able to join. And then, you know, the first thing, first thing that we have to get uh, solidified is the incentive program. Like, how do we want to do that? How, I mean, we have like almost 20K to just stakeathon budget. And, you know, it's a decent amount of money, but it's not a whole lot. Um, but how do we want to, you know, how do we want to split that? And how do we want to work the budget so that people can do good work, be incentivized to do good work? And then how can we, how can we get this project from start to finish? Because there's not a lot of things we need to do, but there are some big things that are going to require some talented people to execute on them. And, you know, deciding on how much to pay them and, and whether or not we can approve that within our small budget is, it doesn't make sense. So we just need, you know, whoever, whoever thinks that, you know, they want to contribute to Stakeathon, participate in our, in our meetings. Um, and then once we get some, uh, some tasks going, you know, you can sign up on the D work and start, uh, you know, start contributing. That's the best way to do it. So, okay. And all of that's in the Stakeathon channel. Um, look out for announcements, you know, keep up with the announcements. There's um, the the Stakeathon role that you can throw on as well. Yeah, that too. If you want to get Stakeathon specific announcements, you want to add that role. Um, and you should be able to do that on the on one of the channels. I forgot the name of the channel. It's on the role selection. Yeah, yeah role, selection role selection channel. Or you can just literally click your your Discord icon and you can add it that way. That's how I do it. But oh, really? Okay, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, yeah, like, if you click, like, your your icon, like, mine's just my zombie um, 
Discord icon. I just click on that, and it'll show underneath my picture all my all my roles for this Discord channel, and then I just add it. Just hit the plus sign and add it. Oh, okay, nice. I've never noticed yeah. the plus sign. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me because I'm a mod. Yeah, it might be you because you're a mod. It. Not positive. Yeah, okay, that makes if, sense. If if you don't if that if like if that's just me, then yeah, just do it on the role selection. But, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, dude. I love your uh, I love your passion. Honestly, just like for the for the stigathon and just for the the DAO itself, like you can feel that you care and and it resonates. So thanks. Oh for yeah, what I mean, you're doing man. I mean, it, it's not easy to show up. So thanks for showing up every day. Yeah, and my and my work doesn't end with stigathon. Like I'm I'm. Oh, I'm, I know that. My I'm definitely interested in in GameFi. My uh, one of my ideas that I have is I want to create like some type of token gated like website where um you know some type of maybe like so i'll probably start something simple like some type of browser game that's token gated but it'll be free to play but what i want to do is um because i used to create um you know some simple browser games in the past but um i think i could easily create one in web3 where it hooks up to our nfts and then depending on what nft you have you can play the game as that EVM NFT. So like, you know, let's say if I create a, a fighting browser game, you know, think of it like a Tekken or something. Well, imagine you log in to your Web3 wallet and then now it'll show up like, oh, you have a zombie uh, a zombie EVM. Well, now you can play as a zombie EVM like character in the game. So I'm interested in doing certain things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I'm gonna create. I think I'm gonna create a game that's gonna be like token gated that anyone in the DAO can play, and whether they have an EVM or not, you'll be able to play it. It's just you'll be able to unlock like certain characters in the game yeah. if you have if you have a EVM. Token. Yeah. Cool. So I think that'll be cool, fun, and I think it'd be pretty easy to do. Um, and you know, cause all the other ideas I've seen are like let's. Like, for instance, like, oh, I want to create my own uh, NFT project. You know, like, the Fat Fired idea, which is super ambitious, by the way, but I respect it. Um, and then the Merge Pandas idea, you know. I think I think they're decent ideas, but I wanted to do something different than just create, like, another NFT collection. So um, I think GameFi has a lot of potential that we can use with our EVMs. Um, to, to give them at least more utility and like a fun in a fun way, you know. So hundred percent. Yeah, and then I was thinking maybe we can even go a step further and make it like a like a game that has like a leaderboard and whoever's at the top of the leaderboard, we throw them some EVMZs or something like that. Make it okay, more. Yeah. Make it make it like a a competition, you know. So that's and then that's, it also just brings it full circle right back into you know encourages participation yeah rationalization. yeah i've been thinking of ways to use evmz because they're just kind of sitting out there you know yeah. no one's really using them other than the people that um initially you know bought Provided into it or yeah so if we can create more value with evmz's and and in the mean and there's so many different ways we could do like giveaways and stuff like that. But one thing we have to think about is that those things are in a pool. So if we start giving them away, you know that, you know there's ETH in that pool, and you know where's the ETH coming from? 
yeah, for we don't the want EVMC. Them to dump it. So we have to. Yeah, we don't want people to. We don't want to just give them away and then they just drain the ETH in that pool. So we got to think of creative ways to get more ETH in the pool, but also um, make the EVMZs more liquid. And I think you know maybe like a some type of game where you know like let's say if we did like a browser game where it's just chess or something like that, and then you stake a certain amount. Like let's say we have two really good chess players, they want to go against each other. Well, they can just bet 0.05 ETH, and then the there'd be a cut of that that goes into the pool for EVMZs. That now we're supplying liquidity for Ethereum within that pool, and then you know whoever wins the chess game will get the the rest. But certain things like that is like how we can fuel liquidity um, for either the DAO or for the EVMZ pool. Um, and then, you know, I mean, we could, I mean, we can make this thing go so far, you know, we can create EVM, EVMZY, EVMZX, you know, we could fractionalize our whole, our whole uh, EVM, treasury. all the EVMs yeah. in our treasury if we wanted to. And then we'll have like millions of EVM fractionalized tokens floating yeah. out in space, you know, so it's like, there's so many different ways that we can make this happen. And I have a lot of ideas, but they're all just, they're all going to take time and they're going to take a lot of buy-in because I don't have, con- you know, no, no single person has control over anything in this DAO, which is great. But at the same time, it really, you know, t- sometimes uh, slows down the process of moving forward on some things. But, you know, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah, it makes me think of just like when you guys were talking about the editing with JT, right? Like the uh, a module approach to where like, you know, one, two, three can all be decided under this umbrella to that core group, right? Instead of every single decision, like you're saying, which halts yeah. progress, a more of a modular decision uh, structure. Right, right. Like, I know we live in the world of decentralization, like in crypto, but to some degree, certain things are better centralized because it allows for faster innovation and speed of completing certain things because now you don't have to wait for, like, everyone to say yes or or no or, or whatever. So, And I'm talking about small things. Obviously, anything with money... That's definitely always going to stay kind of like we need buy-in from everyone, right? That need that needs a snapshot vote. But like if I'm talking about something with, you know, oh, what am I going to do with this thing in a project? You know, you know, if you're the lead of the project, you shouldn't need you should buy-in from every single it. one. It's a create it's a creative decision, right? You should just be able to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, it's in your capable hands. Right. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, but sometimes you do need to have, um, you know, if it's with EVMZs, if you're trying to make that more, you know, creative and innovative, um, something like doing, using that with GameFi or whatever, um, I mean, obviously that would take a buy-in as well, but it would probably just be faster if (laughs) I could just integrate that into something I'm already making and you know, not have to worry about, you know, everyone voting on it. But, you know, that's just a part of the DAO. I mean, it's going to it's gonna happen. Yeah, but. to your 
decentralization point, you know, I think at the stage that we're in, because right. we're, we're early, right? Of course, we all know that. But like the stage that we're in, it's like the the best approach is to use the centralized rails to push our decentralized message, right? Yes. Let's use what's there, the structure and the inf- or the infrastructure that's in place to push our decentralized ethos. You know, standing on the the shoulders of giants, so to speak. Um, you know, we're on Discord right now. You know, talking about yeah. uh, DAO. It's, it's kind of like the exact same thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, got to use Discord is a centralized you know entity so we're kind of using their platform to promote a decentralized you know future yeah that's kind of just the 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 stage of our our industry right now being as fresh as we are yeah i mean it's right now in 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 our current crypto sphere right it's impossible to do 100 percent of everything decentralized like they're just not there yet you know, so yeah, um, we're slowly, yeah, it's just being, the... we're slowly being shown that that is the way. Obviously, with uh, privacy and everything that's going on with Tornado Cash right now, right? Yeah, not happy. About yeah, that. hopefully that doesn't. Said so hopefully that doesn't cause like a big fiasco with all the stable coins. Uh, we'll see. Oh man! Yeah, the, the ETH POW is pretty, pretty catastrophic in my opinion. I mean, I, it's probably gonna yeah, implode, it's gonna hurt right? a lot of people. I think from the space in general. And I've yeah, I've seen a lot of people it. calling for ETH POW to actually surpass ETH in price, which I can't get. I don't understand that. Oh my god! You know what I mean? I don't I get can't that even logic. But so they really gonna fork ETH and call it ETH POW when ETH, ETH two merge some shit drops? That sounds stupid. Oh yeah, Since they're doing it. Wow. Yeah. I I, mean, I feel like you. I feel like I feel like by doing that, you're just splitting the Ethereum community even more. You know, like why why have a fork yeah. of? I mean, it's of that. I I've take it as that it's mo- mainly just like angry miners yeah. who are gonna, you know, grasping at straws. So I, it might play out in hours. It could just drag on, you know, and and leech and Become suck ETH energy classic. and money from the space. You know, yeah, for like shit, it could go on for a month or two. Or Why don't yeah. the miners just? Go? I just never like, in my opinion. In my opinion, I never liked forked coins. Like, you take ETH Classic, for example, you know. Yeah. I I just don't get the point. Like, we've moved on from that. Like, Bitcoin Cash, you know, uh, what Bitcoin SV. Like, no one follows these. I mean, you may have, like, a super small, like, diehard group that has bought into it, and they feel like they need to promote it because they're already, like, holding bags or whatever of it. But, like... What's like no one supports like the majority of people don't support any of those forked coins. So why are we wasting our time, you know, creating forks and then splitting our community even more? You know, yeah, I mean, fragmenting. I, I think yeah, it's angry like, miners, dude. 
Honestly, I, I mean, think the it's miners, just angry miners. Just, I mean, there's so many mineable coins out there. Just mine something else, right? Go mine, yeah, Doge. Just, I don't know. Go mine like Shiba. I don't yeah, know. go mine Doge or go mine Bitcoin Cash or ETH Classic. I don't know, but yeah. I guess those are forked coins too. But yeah, go yeah, go mine. I don't know, Digibyte. You can go mine that. I don't know, <laughs> just something else. But like. I just don't see the point of creating all these forks. I just it'll get real bad though if if you know Coinbase, Lido, Kraken, the staking services, um, and there is some sort of um, sanction. I don't know how that's all going to play out, um, but that would be really bad in my opinion if there's a third fork. You know, the yeah, privacy-centric fork. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not for it uh, as far no. as the fork, but. But I, I'm also not for censoring permissionless code. Right, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone is. Yeah, I, I mean, unless, it, Brian, unless you're working with the government. <laughs> yeah, Flashbot's going open source is pretty neat. Yeah. And 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 it's nice to see that Brian Armstrong, you know Coinbase, uh, decided to voice his opinion, saying that he would not support staking if it came down to A versus B. Um, that mm-hmm. will definitely yeah, have a ripple effect, especially in the traditional markets. I feel like he kind of had his hand moved for him anyway, because like we would just. He would just be looking at getting social slashed, I think, if if they were to, or they'd be going into. But into that would hurt buff. everybody that's staking through Coinbase. That's what I mean. Like he doesn't really have a choice. Like if he would do that, so like they would have to get into the withdrawal queue, right? So I mean, it's kind of just lip service, is all I mean. Like it's right. nice that it's on record of him saying it, but like. When you break it down, like he he would be looking at getting social slashing penalties. Yeah, which isn't good for anybody. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, who sucks money and energy out of the space? Yeah, no doubt. But I'm gonna I'm gonna drop off, but yeah, it was nice talking to you guys. Hey, yeah, thanks for stopping too, by, man. Zombie. Appreciate it. All right, see you guys later. Later, dude. Join the Snakeathon meeting. Yep. <laughs> see ya. Anybody else in the audience have anything to say? Well, hey, I don't think so. Yeah, that's cool. That's all right. We've been we've yeah. been rocking for a minute. We got an hour and fifteen minutes on the town hall. I think that's pretty pretty good. We had some very uh, intelligent conversation here. So let's uh, shut the book yeah. on this one, and we will look forward to the next pod town hall, whatever comes next. Stick a thon. Thanks, whatever. guys. Yeah, thanks for everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Hope we didn't bore you too much. <laughs> all right hey take it easy brother oh, i'll talk to you all soon right. later all guys right. bye